This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. This podcast often contains controversial or mature topics. You have been warned. Welcome back to Ray Gun Readers, episode 25, 24, one of the 20s. I don't remember and I don't keep track anymore. We just got back from, uh, we're looking to move our broken spaceship over to the next ridge where the property values are better. Uh, what was your favorite uh, place we scouted out today, Paprika? I like the place with the solid ground instead of the, the acid lakes or the boiling, uh, the boiling rock pools. We we are currently situated on an acid lake, and it makes repairs very difficult. Yeah, and especially <laughs> the high density clouds, it makes it very hard to breathe. So we should we're locating higher onto the ridge so that we can get above the uh, the ion storm, the, the dense um, nitrogen clouds. I uh, can we can we talk Cold about nitrogen clouds? Can we talk about the ion storm that's always above where we live? Oh, yeah. The ion storm that we decided to fly through, and that's why our spaceship's broken. Yeah. Even though it was going to be gone in like half an hour. Well, I got very impatient, so I kind of, you know. Yeah. I, I remember your distinct words were, woo-hoo. <laughs> now, here we are. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> 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 but yes, now we're higher on the ridge. We can get better reception so that we could uh, send a signal back to. Uh, yeah, maybe corporate will hear us. Um, yeah, maybe maybe they'll they'll send help. I, I don't Although, think they're getting these transmissions. I don't think they really care enough about us. Our ship our 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 ship was very cheap. Yeah, we, we are unskilled labor. We we didn't get the um the, the nice company vehicle to use on this mission we've never gotten a nice company vehicle well we'll, we'll get they promotions pay us hourly, which means the more work we do the more overtime overtime they're gonna have to pay us they're not coming back i'm, I'm calculating all of our overtime i know you are that's why they're not getting us <laughs> i keep sending back expense reports via subspace transmission <laughs> i don't think hr is happy <laughs> I'm expensing a lot of fast food living well, out here. They, if they leave us here to die, they don't have to pay us. But if, even if they terminate our contract, we're due severance pay. So... Well, severance pay and unpaid wages. And unpaid, that's the one. Which means we're kind of fucked. Yeah, it's it's a strange limbo of if they fire us, they have to pay us. And if they come to get us, they have to pay us. And then fire us, but then pay us at the same time. Uh, it's uh, it's It's a conundrum. It's and uh, so we'll be out here for a while, but hopefully we can continue to provide some stuff for you guys to listen to and uh, not get attacked by any um, expected creatures. Mm. Do hate those creatures, especially the sandy worms. The, oh yeah, you know winter is approaching. Winter is far. It's it's June. Maybe on Earth it is. Yeah. Okay. We we landed on the North Pole of the planet. We're moving to the other one. <laughs> It's a small planet. <laughs> you got to migrate south to get away from the sandy worms. <laughs> oh, welcome back, everybody. We have three short stories today from... Uh, these are submissions from the short sci-fi Reddit. And uh, let's just jump right into them. The first one is called A Genuine Astronaut! Exclamation mark. 
This is by Lord Bronte, whom we have read before. So yes. thank you again, Mr. Bronte, for submitting. It appears to be in the form of uh, kind of a dialogue back and forth. Uh, so conversation transcript. Yeah, so let's let's do this. James, come in. This is Tyler in Control Six. Yeah, buddy, what's up? We need someone from a retrieval for a retrieval OP. What's your status? Retrieval op. Op. Sorry. I'm good. Ty. I'm, oh, I'm good. Ty. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. <laughs> I don't. Is that somebody's name? Yeah, or Tyler, is, short for Ty, short for Tyler. It's, it's not saying I'm good, thank you. No. Okay, I'm good, Ty. Just finished welding the mining bot's auger. Auger. Uh, uh, what's an auger? An auger is a type of drill, I believe. Took for damn ever, but I'm free now. Unit 12 hasn't reported back from their EVA. Can you wander over there and check it out? EVA is... No problem. Oh, we, we figured out what an EVA uh, is. It's a... Extra vehicular activity. Thank you, yes. Really? Are you sure you're... Go for mission extension, Jim? What are your levels? Yeah, I'm good. It says here that I have a 72% O2. Levels normal. That should be enough oxygen to get there and back. Set your nav for 62 azimuth, 70 below your current horizon. Got it, Ty. I'm on my way. Man, this roid is huge. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this asteroid is large. (laughs) I have to remind myself that they're weightless or I get freaked out. Weightless, Jim, not massless. They still have momentum and they're still dangerous. Whatever. What is this thing made of, anyway? Diamond? Those drill bots are always getting their parts bent up and sheared off. Actually, carboniferous asteroids are softer. This roid is nickel-iron. The reason those bots keep breaking is because they're cheap junk. HMC cuts every corner in yeah, existence. There, there we go. Businesses that cut corners. Yeah, sounds like our corporate. Go figure. <laughs> Not you too, Ty. Don't start with me about how horrible Horsehead Mining Corporation is. You sound like the environment, envi- Environuts and the bloggers. <laughs> Even in the future, bloggers will be complaining. <laughs> I like that. On the space net. Fine. Forget I said anything. What's your status? I'm good. Making progress. But I mean, everybody's acting like HMC is the big evil corporation. Untrade personnel, blah, blah. Health and safety, blah, blah, blah. And taxes, geez. I say that half those scandals are made up, and the others are just good business sense. Like relocating corporate HQ to off-world? Exactly. Why would they be subject to Earth's regs if they're not on Earth? Or putting the CEO in cryosleep to dodge the indictment? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. That's genius. If you can't show up to court, you can't testify and be indicted. All right. In cryosleep? Well, what about, did the the CEO put his friends and family in cryosleep too? They don't have to testify. So he's just going to go to the future... It's the ultimate tax dodge. You can't pay taxes if you're not around. For him, probably he's rich. Give me a break, Ty. I'll tell you all about. I'll tell you all about HMC. Back home, I'd be lucky if I could get a job flipping burgers. But at HMC, I'm a genuine astronaut. Oh shit! I tell you what. Oh shit! They said the title. You should be getting close, James. What's your status? Everything's good. Seventy-two percent O2. Hey, I think I see the the 12's rig, the unit 12's rig up ahead. So his uh his CO2 didn't change. I guess uh, it's a short conversation. Yeah, his O2 is still 72. Unless it's lying. Just going back. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Or maybe like it's stuck at 72. Maybe maybe it's lying. Maybe. Do you have eyes on the personnel? Hold on, let me get there. Uh, I see two empty tethers and one... Whoa, yeah. There's a guy here. What's his status? Can't tell. Let me turn him over. Oh, man. He's gone, Ty. Staring at me like a dead fish. Again? Oh, man. Can you port his data to your comm so I can figure out what happened? Okay, um... How? Damn it, James. Use the Univ port to plug into his CPU and press the blue button. Got it? It's so obvious. Yeah, yeah. Keep your shirt on. <laughs> okay, I'm getting the data. Finally. Shit. Looks like his suit malfunctioned. Gave him faulty readings. He must have passed out before he knew what was wrong. Wow, Ty. Should I haul him back? I don't know. You're pretty far out, and I'm not sure how much range you have left. Nah, it's okay. My readout's a 72% O2. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was fun. That's cute. That was nice. I liked that. Businesses, man. Relevant, yeah, relevant banter. We we didn't come up with what we were talking about earlier. We didn't read the story before. We we didn't, actually. That's uh, just a common theme. That's a nice coincidence, actually. Uh, you know, I like it. I like the format. I like I love dialogues back and forth. You could even like I imagine this is a recovered, um, like audio transcript, uh, done in like a proceeding of oh well this you know this suit malfunctioned and my client's uh, relative died here blah 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 blah. I, I could see a lot of use for this. That was very fun, and I like it's still like believable. And maybe I'm just thinking ahead too far, but. Undoubtedly, we will start mining asteroids when we become spacefaring, because why not? There's so much ore in those things, and uh, I like the inclusion of. Oh, what, what well, did not I say? only that, the there's a finite amount of resources on Earth, which means there are going to be more resources available if you use other sources. Yeah, what what do they call them? Soft asteroids. That's what they called these. Because Carboniferous asteroids, and that's a term I recall, but are I cannot. Softer. Yeah, I can't. Um, it probably it, it just means carbon rich. Carbon rich, okay. Versus uh, this one is nickel iron, so it's heavier. Oh, because ferrous that means iron, right? F R carboniferous. Carboniferous, but ferrous doesn't F R stand for iron or copper? Yeah, maybe, maybe it. Maybe so it's it a combination iron. of the two or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's cool. Although, I like that. That was very fun. Thank you, Lord Bronte. And you can find that on the short sci-fi Reddit like the rest of these stories today. Moving on to the second one. Yeah. Lost. Oh, this is like a title you would use. Lost Machinations of Machinations. Machinations. (laughs) Lost Machinations. Tomato, tomato. Lost Machinations of Typhor by... Lost Machinations of Typhor. Loki Isa. Look, I, look, you guys, I think I fucked up this pronunciation before. I apologize again. I don't see the name. Where's the name? It's right below the title. User. U slash. It says submitted three months ago by, oh, Lo, Lokeyisa. Loki Isa. I don't know. Loki Isa. Or Loki Isa. So thank you again for submitting. And let's get through this one. This isn't a. This is all italicized. A young slirt drifted through the sand effortlessly. As effortlessly as you got through that word. As she wandered these dunes since early childhood, every step was calculated against the constantly moving sand to maximize agility. 
Off in the distance, a small shack can be seen. Heavy sheet metal guards the house against the sand, yet the large door opening into the living space is ajar. It's dark. Beads of light sparkle off to the sides of the room, and Savina feels around, her eyes not used to darkness. Darkness capitalized. I wonder if that's intentional. A wrench. A few energy capsules. These could easily sell back in the civil for a few rations. So she's a scavenger, I'm guessing? Maybe. Mm-hmm. A sound. A whir, like a small fan. She disregarded it. No one was home, she told herself. Another whir. Uh, a beep. She pulls out a small rifle off of her back, put together with scrap Federation parts. Junk to most, but it had served her well for as long as she could remember. She swerved to meet the noise, but again... Darkness. A whir. Clank. Whir. Beep. She realized it came from a door down the hall. There's a hall? Hmm. In this small shack? Um, thankfully closed, but in a moment of impulse, shot. Another shot. They went through the thin metal door and disappeared. She breathed heavily. Fear crept in behind- <clears throat> Fear crept in behind her. No, not fear. A metal hand. She spun around and pu- pulled her rifle, and she saw- but she saw darkness. Not the darkness of the house. But death. A whir. And that's it. Okay, so this was a little kind of sci fantasy, science fantasy. This is a scene. Snippet. Yeah, it's It's a scene. It's not a whole story, it's just a scene. No, but. Of something that just some girl who's scavenging a small shack that apparently is big enough to have a hall, and then there's a a whirring monster behind her. It's It's a robot. A whirring monster. I think it's a robot. It, it clanks and it whirs and it beeps. That's well, a robot. Maybe it's a steampunk monster. I actually got a Fallout vibe from this. Well, there you go. This this felt like uh, a scene in New Vegas. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Again, this is fun. It's nice to break from hard sci-fi to just some some little fantasy. Mm-hmm. And that was good. Thank you. Not a lot to say about it. I think it speaks for itself. Um, this would be a good little thing to do as an audio drama. Just uh, make some background noise to it. Yeah, that would be cool. Well, thank you, Lokiza. Again, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that name. Moving on. Thought Bill. Thought Bill is by... Stripey. Stripey. Whom we have read from before, so thank you again for submitting. This is licensed CC by NC, non-commercial, just so everyone knows. Which means that we're going to put a whole bunch of ads for... I'm going to put so many ads on this. Um, McDonald's, Starbucks. All the big names. All the big names. Kinko's. Nissan. Borders. Um, Elon Musk's mortgage foreclosure service. Because <laughs> you know he's expanding into that market. Uh, e- um, uh, commercials to force you to join the Navy. <laughs> I'm going to put one commercial from every branch of the military, one after another. To show impartialness. What was that? That was for Star Wars Episode 7. Yeah, the previews previews were, uh, seriously, one after another, it was commercials for the military. Mm. I don't know why they think a bunch of nerds are just going to go sign up for the military after watching a movie about fighting a militaristic well, power. Well, to be fair, Star Wars isn't really about nerds. Like, isn't really just for nerds. Yeah, but this was opening weekend. 
This was the midnight release. I know. And so they're like, yeah, you guys want action? Come get action. Which everyone's going to see through. Like, it's just wrong. Like, that should be on a, uh, uh, you know, the latest super patriotic, uh, oh, got to kill ISIS in Afghanistan Like video. a Jason Bourne movie or something? Yeah, exactly. It should be like, that's that's mindless action. As for people who like that type of thing. Science fantasy is a bit different. But anyway, we're digressing. That bill. Kevin couldn't remember when he outsourced more of his thinking to private companies who served it back to him through the internet. He couldn't remember because he couldn't access his my.memory account. Maybe the data centers that served memory to users like Kevin were having technical technical difficulties. It was also possible he'd got behind on his internet bill. But he couldn't check because he couldn't access his budget or budget budget <laughs> server either. So just to give some context, memory is spelled M-E-M, a capital M-E-M, capital R-Y. Like and, WinRAR or something. Yeah, and budget is capital B-U-D, capital G, capital I, capital T. So these are definitely .com names. Um, I feel like I want to unpack this first paragraph just so to get context. So he can't remember because he uploaded his memories to the internet. And... Um, um, the idea is he's selling um, his thought processes to the private companies. Maybe. I almost feel like this is how people's minds are hooked up in the future. Well, like, you know, well, it's probably something like uh, how you have the cloud on your phone. or You could use it if you want. And if you want to use it more, you have to pay some money. Well, he's outsourced most of his thinking to private companies who served it back to him through the internet. Why would you do that? For what need would a company have of someone's thoughts? Uh, if they own your thoughts, then they own whatever you come up with. So it's like an IP thing, I imagine. Maybe. And it reminds me a little bit of Paycheck, actually. Um, you remember that? Oh, it's been there a There was a movie, uh, I think it was based on something, where a uh, main character, played by Ben Affleck, uh, works on a government, works on a secret class project for like three months, and then after that amount of time, his memory is scrubbed. And then, of course, everything goes wrong, and he has to go back and figure out what he really made. Good movie, but like, same idea. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Let's continue. The last thing he vaguely remembered was paying his thought bill and worrying about how... Oh, see, I thought thought bill was going to be like a piece of legislation to police people's thinking. I like thought when, it was going to be like somebody's name. Like, like thought here's police. thought bill. He see him think. Hmm. And worrying about how high it was. All that thinking about copyright images of sweaty, scantily clad men had added up. <laughs> All right. Bill's got a kink. Not Bill. Kevin. Wow. Yeah. Kevin. He had tried to keep his mind on things that weren't copyright, but the more he tried not to hear the pop song or reimagine bits of movies or recall photos, the more he thought about them and the more it cost him in licensing and legal fees. Okay. So now we're playing with the idea of copywriting stuff to where you can't even think about it or you have to pay a royalty. Oh, boy. Interesting. And it's interesting. That is interesting legislation because, like... Yeah. If you if somebody else owns your thoughts, then you're kind of you you can't you're not a person anything else you think about uh, gets added into 
uh, the payment, I guess. And yeah. if it's somebody else's uh, property, then your thoughts, that's weird. Hmm. And it is very interesting that Stripey stuff is all CC by NC. So copyright and intellectual property rights are kind of part of the story intrinsically. I wonder if this is like a little just thought exercise that Stripey has done. Well, it, it also feels a little bit like a, you know, a heating bill. If you, if you use your heat too much, mm-hmm. or you can choose to like, you know, uh, go without it and suffer a little bit for less money. Kevin wasn't sure what to do. Partly because his phone and every other quick way of communicating with anyone who might be able to help needed the internet to work. But more importantly, because he decided some time ago that his strategic thinking wasn't as good as the machine learning algorithms of enhance, at Enhanced Perform, and now he couldn't reach their services either. Huh. Okay. So he doesn't remember if he's paid his bill or not. And he can't reach anybody about it because he can't access it. Ah! <laughs> scares me. <laughs> yeah, I... I think I've paid our internet bill a lot faster than I've ever paid our heating bill. <laughs> because, and I don't think they can shut down your internet without like advance notice or anything, but it is just like, it's so intrinsically tied to what we do today. These well, days, I should say. Well, it's even more intrinsically tied to Kevin because it's like 50% of his personality. Yeah, this is interesting. I'm not entirely sure where it's going, but it is, it's thought provoking. Kevin felt a grumbly feeling in his gut. He had checked three times today, and the smart fridge still hadn't ordered any more food. The feeling wasn't doing anything to improve his mood. The idea of going for a walk occurred to him that usually cheered him up. Sorry. The idea of going for a walk occurred to him that usually cheered him up. But the pedometer on his pebble wasn't getting any internet signal either. (laughs) And his person trainer would be grumpy if he exercised without capturing at least the basic biometric data. Besides, without access to a map server, how would he find his way home afterwards? Oh my gosh. So now we have a theme of people being so one with their um, their gadgets and their smartphones and their tablets uh, and like how it's just encompassing someone's life. I like this. This is... Well, this is like a, a New Age Twilight Zone episode. Kind of, right? yeah. It does feel like a Twilight Zone episode. Like this could be an episode of Black Mirror of being just like you, you can't function without knowing your apps are going to be responding correctly to it. Kevin's mind wandered for a while, but it kept circling back to the same place. Without an internet connection, there was nothing he could do. He still slumped on his couch, staring with glazed eyes at the, the blank screen of his data wall. With the, when, the parametrics arri- or when the paramedics arrived, his, confusion expression, his confused expression told them everything they needed to know. Another internet eviction, they said with a shrug as they bagged his stiffened body for disposal. Damn! Jesus Christ. Whoa! Okay. This is like, well, this is like, personally, my basic fear of getting too caught up in like social media or the internet in Mm -hmm. general, because if you can't live without it, then you're kind of, you know, you're kind of stuck needing it all the time. And this is like an extreme example of that, but... Not so far off that it doesn't hit a bit close to home. It's more like an extreme thought experiment. Yeah. I've been hearing from the older generation that... uh, And I think it's a lot of fear-mongering from like clickbait articles saying, 
millennials spend so much time on their phone that they don't know how to look someone in the eye when they're talking to them and they're not learning proper social skills and all this kind of like crazy blown out of proportion oh people are on their phones too much and it's it's all it's mostly nonsense but there is something to be said of how much time we spend inside these days and just how much of it's glued to a screen and i spend a lot of time on on the internet and in that screens just editing and playing games and stuff but the simple action of when he said he'd like to go for a walk because that cheered him up um i've started running in the morning just to like have time to myself and to exercise a bit and it actually does cheer you up a lot just that little exercise goes a long way and that really kind of resonated with me and now fitbits are a thing yeah and just like walk just just go walk outside just unplug for that small portion and if you ever get to that point in your life where you can't do that like you kind of just wither away i thought that was really powerful a little bit of the thing is we're not really far off from this if you like lose your phone you lose access to what whatever uh your your bank accounts your um I guess your workout data, your your Facebook, and everything else. I mean, we're close to this. Yeah. Only thing is, I think, well, the internet can't really evict you. <laughs> internet eviction. So I guess he didn't pay his bill because that's the only reason you'd be evicted. Which you know, this is it sucks because he's in a weird uh, he's in a weird place where even if he had the money to pay his bill, he couldn't pay it. Yeah. Because they didn't leave him any avenue to pay it. Yeah. And that's so at that point, like, it's almost like they wanted to get rid of him to make, you know, to make room for for something else. Possible. It's uh, sometimes companies do not make it easy to actually repay and to fix a problem. Like foreclosing on somebody's house because you can make more money if you, you know, instead of that person who's who's only paying at a fixed rate, you can get somebody in and, and sell the house for something more. Well, that they can't do, but they can't do that. No, no. You cannot be evicted unless you have failed your payments for a certain amount of time. And there are so many ways to slow down Yeah, but there eviction. can be pressure to, I guess, to keep you from making your payments or to keep you no. making payments you can't afford. No? Even if someone wanted to do that, even if a bank or a lender wanted to do that, it's so hard to do. There are so many protections, especially since um, the recession of protecting homeowners at this point. Uh, All right, this discussion is getting boring. (laughs) Back to thought bills. I really thought this was going to be about thought policing. Um, Well, it sort of is, but in a eh, weird, like... A little, a little. I mean, in order to plug into all of this stuff, you have to succumb to it, right? You have to to use a memory account to lose part of your memory to the account. You have to use a a BudGit account in order to, (laughs) to, you know, in order to... uh, have all your money only available to you on your your bug git account. So he kind of did it to himself in the same way. True. You have to wonder how much of this is I have to have the internet because it's the future and how much of it is uh It's like it's like, like I've, yeah, everyone else is doing it, so I'm going to get iTunes, it's like, you know. Yeah, it's like getting an iPhone. When you get an iPhone, you're only able to use Apple de- Apple apps, Apple devices in oh, some sense, fuck which Apple. means that you have, if Apple decides they don't like you, which probably legally legally they can't do, but it's some it's a power they have over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know. It sounds it sounds similar. Th- this is fun. I like this one. This was very fun. 
And thankfully, we don't live in this world quite yet, and I hope we don't. So well, they, it's a little. Keep, it's also a little bit of a. Uh, it, it's like a uh, what's that called? A uh, kind of a warning. Um, not a morality play, but just a. What what is this parable? Slippery slope. No, it's like it's a thing you write to warn people. Cautionary tale. Cautionary tale. Yes, it's a cautionary Static, tale. Yeah, and I like that. I like that a lot. Thank we you very much. Yeah, Tarty. this is really fun. Tune in next time when we move uh, when we finish our our move to the ridge, and uh, have the ability to record longer messages. What are you gonna plant when we get to the ridge? Tendril fruit. Tendril fruit. And are we gonna build a uh, an outside little cage for our space kitty? Yes, she can't exist indoors. The oxygen would kill her. Hi, space kitty. Do you want to say something to the audience? Okay. She says hi. Two friends. I'm Emily. I'm Andrew. Made a deal. I would do a minute podcast on a movie. What movie would you do it on? What if we count to three, and at three we both say the name of the movie, and if it is somehow the same movie... Three, two, one... Super Mario Brothers! (laughs) The Super Mario Brothers Minute. Two episodes a week. Benview Network.